Yo, what's good? It's your girl, Wilhelmina Jones, a.k.a. The Empress Raw, checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And we have a very special guest in the building today. You know, I want to talk about it's the end of the year, getting your vision together. I'm so excited. Like, the team is here. We're ready to put our vision boards together. But I wanted to bring a special guest in and I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself to the people. Uh, well, Amina, thank you so much for having me today. I'm attorney Derek Morales with DCM Law. Uh, we practice law here in the state of Florida, specifically Miami and New York City, uh, specifically uh, the inner city, considering that I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Okay, okay. So as far as your area of expertise what made you want to get into being a, an attorney in the first place i gotta say you know it started with what i call you know getting certain exposure at a young age maybe by the time i was 15 years old uh, i joined this program called development school for youth in new york city and the development school for youth was going into inner city high schools and having young uh, high school students sign up for this program and I got to say, this program was one of the major uh, crossroads in my life as a young man because you could easily find yourself in the streets of New York City just doing a bunch of different things. So the Development School for Youth actually guided us into the corporate world. By the time I was 16 years old, they gave me my first internship at a law firm named Kramer Levin of Talis and Frankel, which was in the heart of New York City, the heart of Manhattan. I mean, it's, you know, it's those type of buildings when you're walking by and you look up and you're like, wow, like what could be in all of, all of these buildings? Mm -hmm. So having my first internship at this major law firm is what kind of set up that path where in the back of my head, the back of my head I had ingrained like, you know, uh, this is, I see the people around me, they're just like me. You know, when you grow up in a certain neighborhood, you don't think, you know, you don't see lawyers around you, you don't see doctors around you, mm -hmm. but being exposed to that environment, meeting those people, those people assuring me that uh, I'm just as good as them or I can do the exact thing, things they're doing. Um, you know, maybe fast forward 10 years later and I'm graduating from Barry University. I came to Miami to go to college and I realized, I said, well, it's about that time to, um, you know, tying up and move into a professional field. And that's where, you know, being a lawyer was th that thing in the back of my head always. So I got to give it to uh, being exposed to that. You know, exposure is key. And, and having being able to see it with your own eyes, mm -hmm. that put it behind me to say, well, if I decide to go the professional route, then, you know, an attorney is what we're going to do. Yes, yes. So just being in this whole um, area in South Florida and so you do criminal law or what area exactly? OK, so, yeah. So I, I consider myself a trial attorney. And that's important to say because uh, the majority of attorneys are transactional attorneys. You know, they work from the desk. Uh, being a trial attorney, you're in court, you're litigating, and being and being trained in trials is, is a specific thing that you do. Mm -hmm. So being a trial attorney has allowed me to do a lot of different things in the law. We take on some criminal defense. Um, I call the practice a general practice because we've been developing certain departments within the practice. We spent a lot of time in family law doing divorces or all the issues that come with family law. We have recently delved into property insurance where people are having issues with property claims and hurricanes or it yes. could even just be like a leak on your roof. You can't trust the insurance companies to do the right thing. Uh, we also do the personal injury stuff, right? So car accidents, slip and falls, and, and very important also is, is workers' rights, workers' compensation when people get injured on the job. So th that's, that's touching on the certain... Uh, areas that I personally dive into and, and have been litigating, but then I have associates around me that uh, work on probate, you know, wills, and um, immigration stuff. So we got we have a few things going on. You know, okay. I tell people contact us any of your legal questions. If it's not our office taking care of it, we will certainly to at least refer you to the right attorneys and to make a good decision. Okay, and um, how can they contact you, matter of fact, if they need it? Absolutely. I mean, you could contact the office by phone directly. That's 786-440-9383. Uh, we have the social media going, the Facebook, uh, Instagram, at DCM Law. Uh, and through the Facebook or Instagram, you can also send messages 
my office is on top of those and just schedule an appointment right away. Or you can go to our website, which is dcmoraleslaw.com. There's also uh, a page to input to get a consultation. Uh, if you call my office, you want to see a consultation, you say, hey, we heard you on the Straight Raw podcast. Yeah. I'd be more than happy to <laughs> get you in and uh, talk about what's going on. And you don't have to really worry about paying anything up front. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Because okay. I appreciate the time here. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. you. And what's your favorite part of doing what you do? And what advice would you have for someone who wants to be in your position? So, so I, I found it interesting that you guys, this is the episode today where we talk about vision, vision board, right? Mm-hmm. And two parts. In terms of, you know, what, what, what drives me, what has driven me to get here or, or continue, you know, the motivation behind it, you know, it, 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 the foundation to that is a vision, right? And I always yes. talk to uh, my colleagues around us and people that want to get into business and, and, and have great ideas, but I always said, look, you know, one thing is to take the leap of faith, and the other thing is to have vision. And vision is not, you know, usually vision comes with patience and it comes with time. Preach. So, so in terms of building a law practice or even getting into business, because I do a lot of other things business-related through my law practice, you know, the vision, I tell people, if it's not a 10-year vision, like mm-hmm. if, if it's really something like everybody wants to go for the top, but if it's not a 10-year vision, you're going to have a hard time accomplishing because time is, is and patience is virtue in any success. And that's one thing that I've learned personally in my own uh, trials and tribulations in starting a law firm. You know, I started this law firm from scrap, you know, almost five years ago. And I got to say, you know, it's, it's the hardest thing to know that realistically, you know, you won't feel accomplished or you won't reach certain goals till five, ten years later. And you'd be surprised how many people, that, how many... How, how that takes a lot of the competition out the field because it's mm-hmm. hard to maintain that. It's hard to remind yourself that, um, you know, every day, as long as you have that behind, you know, that subconscious thinking that this is the vision, this is the vision, every day you'll take a step towards it, even though sometimes it feels like five steps went back. But um, I'm really into the whole vision part of this, uh, of success, of business. And, um, you know, I have, a, I have a whole leap of faith uh, thing that I preach around me especially to those that want to uh, create their visions. And, and creating your vision to me also means taking that leap of faith. And the leap of faith is, as you could imagine, you know, jumping off the cliff and not knowing where you're going to land, when you're going to land. While you're jumping off that cliff, you're going to hit the side three times. You may even get stuck for a little bit, but you know, these are all things that you have to realize. And if the vision is there, then you end up landing in the right place. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that as far as being an entrepreneur, they feel like, oh, it's cool, you don't, you can make your own schedule, you can do what you want to do, but um, like you said, you really have to step out on faith and just um, go for it, because I don't really think that any time to say is the right time, like, you just have to really believe, like, you can do it and make it happen, that's like the first, that's the first step, so... That's why it's so important for me and my team that not only that, you know, they help me with my vision, but they have their own vision as well. And like you said, sometimes it does take 10 years to really manifest um, the things that you might have been thinking about. So it's very important. Um, And and touching on the concept of the team around you and those around mm -hmm. you, you know, another thing that I'm always preaching around me is, look, uh, everybody's going on a certain lane. Right, everybody's going. It's like the highway going this way, and if and if the team around you and those around you are also going in that lane, and everybody's focused on moving that way forward, then you know that's how you get a good team to keep moving forward towards the vision. And some people may be a little bit behind, some people may be a little bit ahead, but having those around you that are in the same lane, going in the same direction, has been a major key for at least my success and those around us. Um, you know, I got to give uh, compliments to Jax. Uh, Jackson St. Louis, which a lot of you know as Jackson Messenger. He's been uh, running with the law firm for the past three, four years. And, and of course, a, a great part of you know the things that we've accomplished. You know, Maxine Desir, I have attorney uh, Toby Nawari, Alexis Ruiz. These are the people that you know we're going on their same lane. And we've decided that we can collaborate on this. And everybody feels good because everybody feels like they're going the way they want to go. In a positive direction. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big deal. Yes. So tell me a little bit about the Gentleman's Empowerment um, 
I know you all had a brunch already. And what are some of your plans for the future with that? So, so I have to say this. You know, I'm a New York City guy. Like I said, born and raised in the Bronx. And I come to Miami to go to undergraduate. I went to Barry University. And being a young guy, trying to make it, meeting a lot of other guys out here. So you start to realize the difference in the culture, right? New York City, Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you, and one of the stark differences, and, and, and I remember being very clear talking to Jackson when he first came in, and my attitude with Jackson and for him to know how we're doing business here is kind of like, you know, if we're all doing what we got to do, then everybody eats and that type of talking, right? There's, there's room for everybody to, to uh, profit. There's room for everybody to make, you know, what, what's necessary in their role. Unfortunately, and, and Jax, you know, uh, he confirmed that with me also is that you know, Miami has a different, a little bit different type of culture when it comes to that. I, I saw it a little bit more, you know, cutthroat in the sense where maybe, you know, talking to this potential business relationship, you know, certain things didn't happen because of more cutthroat, more if I don't get this, then it's nothing. Where I come from the culture where, wait, you know, maybe I can make a little less and you make a little less, but then we make more because then we that move is going to turn into a couple of more moves. I experienced that here enough in Miami, you know, and I still practice in New York and I go back and forth. So me and Jackson are sitting around, we're talking and, 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 and talking about future businesses and things like that. And, and the idea of the gentleman's empowerment comes about, you know, not only, um, you know, Jackson tells me, look, I see this happening, especially the women and in and, and regards to the women. And I tip my hat for, for their power to be able to come together and do certain things that men are not able to do. And one of those things has been in the past couple of years is, you know, development of great women organizations and groups to uplift. And branches. And yes, to yes. uplift the women's movement. So mm-hmm. then the gentleman's empowerment comes up for that. We, we just saw that it was necessary. We didn't see it anywhere around. Let's try to bring that energy into Miami. We're here in Miami. Let's try to bring that energy, get some of the leaders in different business areas to come together. And, and network. And network. And let's talk about how we can all, all help each other boost a little bit moving forward. Um, we're happy to say... Uh, the demand for it or the calling for it was incredible so we went about having our first gentleman's empowerment brunch and it was a great success more than i ever expected and now we're looking forward to continuing with the organization we got a few more things planned starting now in the year 2020 and the gentleman's empowerment uh, organization is a non-profit organization and is geared towards uh, men's development and business personal men's health and also uh, in taking some of the young men from the inner cities mm-hmm. and giving them some of the opportunities that were given to me and, and persons like me to know that they have they can reach certain goals that maybe because you're in the neighborhood and nobody around you is a doctor or a lawyer or something that you know this type of organization want to help ex- give those boys exposure so that they know that they can achieve just like uh, any of us have been able to yes yes y'all give it up y'all give it up <laughs> for them give it up for them coming through dropping those jewels and those gems like that really appreciate you for stopping by and um talking with us uh real quick they can follow you at again yes at dcm law that's the instagram page uh you can find me on facebook Derek c morales attorney at law you see the business page there and um that's the social media i guess on my side Cool. Any closing remarks? I know you had some of these Noli's cupcakes. And, uh. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to the sponsor today. Uh, the cupcakes were amazing. They were a part of the Gentleman's Empowerment Brunch, and they were sold out. So we're ready to bring them back. Uh, you know, closing remarks here. You know, and, to- and, t- and talking about vision, um, you know, having good ideas is one thing. Everybody has good ideas. Correct. And, and, and a lot of ideas uh, don't come into fruition because of those obstacles that you're going to no no way impossible you're going to be able to dodge when it comes to attempting to succeed when you it's reach, inevitable when it's inevitable once you pass a certain threshold and you say oh i'm going to start business people are not just going to give you just to give you so uh you know i think it's a great thing to talk about vision here today and you know keep focus on the vision even when even when life is throwing you 17 curveballs keep the vision and your subconscious keep the vision in the back of your head because no matter what you will always be taking small steps towards that vision and um I, I could definitely attest to that because that has been part of my my journey and the vision and and getting to a, a place where maybe you know 10 years ago everybody around you would have said that's impossible 
Glory, yeah, hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so thank much. You, thank, thank you, thank you. So much for coming by. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked right here. We're going to get into a few of our favorite hot topics for the week right here. Keep it locked to Straight Raw. Thank yeah. And I'm feeling so good. I got some Noli's cupcakes up in me and uh, some of this Bel Air. So <laughs> I'm ready to jump into the hot topics of the week. And man, it's always so much drama going on. You can, I don't even have to watch the news no more, none of that. You just get to get on social media, get on Twitter, and you definitely gonna see what's going on as far as hot topics so i want to jump right in it and talk about uh one of the main crazy topics that's been going on this week so the first one is lira galore and qc cop scandal <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. man it's been a lot of scandalism mm-hmm. uh i'm not sure if you know who Lira Galore is, but uh, she's a model. Um, I don't want to say she's just an Instagram model, but uh, you know, I know that's what she pretty much uh, got famous from, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she just had a baby with P eight months ago, and you know, allegedly it's come out that he was. Uh, domestically abusing her and she has pictures and she's sis is pulling out receipts and everything and it's just really a messy case because allegedly he was beating her while she was pregnant um with their child and People are just, it's so much speculation about everything and people are just saying what's really going on and why now does she want to come out with a story? And right now she's asking for $15 million. TMZ broke this story. And uh, a lot of people want to know why now and why so much money. <laughs> and what do you guys think about it? I feel like, um, okay, so basically my whole thing is, all right, so this she had the baby at this point. So why is it now that, you know, she's asking for, like, money or she's putting it out there or whatever? I'm not saying that it's not true or whatever, but I just wonder, like, what happened and what made her, like, speak up at this point? Mm -hmm. I think, well, you know, she already had been humiliated um, publicly where she was supposed to be in a relationship with him and then uh, another woman was having a baby at pretty much around the same time mm-hmm. um also i think she probably might have been trying to protect his whole image and i think a lot of times when she was getting those gifts and everything it probably was like you know hush gifts mm-hmm. and now she's just not scared anymore and i guess she doesn't want to deal with it or put up with what's going on so or she could just be frustrated and he shit didn't go her way mm -hmm. for like the last time and she probably was like you know what fuck that i'm gonna just go through with it because she's not trying to put him in jail or um is has she filed any police reports or whatever like why is it now like she's speaking up and saying something i don't know i think you know a lot of these women that's coming out saying that men has been abusing them or touching them and all that shit or whatever they couldn't really like back it up so i don't know 
they couldn't well she got receipts I mean, I I agree with that aspect is that that's what a lot of people end up usually saying is that it's like when you are running to social media or you're running to get a bag mm-hmm. instead of actually going through the channel of going through the police and filing the police report like this is criminal like if you're saying this man put his hands around your neck he abused you he beat you up he gave you a black eye he threw you down the stairs whatever it may be you you, you, stop please it's a serious matter but if you're saying that and you're not going through that channel as Mm -hmm. well it does seem a little fishy and I don't want to say that because I'm a woman so I understand the concept of the whole me too thing and the whole be I'm not going to sit here and say that she's a liar she's lying about anything that happened I don't want to be that person but at the end of the day when you're not going through that channel as well and you're seeking a bag and you're something fishy going on that's when it's like okay sis like what's really going on here what's the real backstory like did something happen did p not do something for you and you got upset Mm -hmm. because that's what it's it's seeming like Mm -hmm. and i don't like i said this is all speculation at this point because i wasn't there you weren't there Mm -hmm. were you there envy that's what i'm saying because as far as just speculation at this point. but he also came out too on the shade room today um i saw that they spoke on it and they said that he said this never happened. He never um, did anything to her. She and she, he said she he is the one that was abusing him <laughs> while she was on drugs. Mm. Is how he spun the story around. Um, Sheesh. He said that uh, he's denying every claim that Lyra is making about him being abusive to her during her pregnancy and that he is an unfit father he reportedly says he doesn't understand Lyra's motives in this lawsuit because he's been taking care of their eight month old daughter Khaleesi very well so that's his story so now it's his story against her I just laugh because I'm like damn at this point they snitching on each other Some, somebody was getting abused in this situation I guess allegedly but and um, she did put in her story she used to be putting different things saying like you know showing she was tired of certain stuff and she had been saying that he had been taking the gifts that he was buying her and taking taking away and giving it to other women and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i don't know i guess on top of everything that she was going through people are already saying oh why would she be with him he's having a baby with somebody else at the same time she's still sticking through everything i guess she didn't want to be further humiliated at the time or she felt like um you know she was trying to protect his image or whatever man okay but now you trying to tarnish it what, what's going on like i don't that's i'm not saying that she's lying but even though she does have pictures and all this shit who says that p's the one that did it mm. yeah exactly she has to so, prove that he's the one that that was like abusing her like why wait so much time you know right well it's speculation, so I guess we'll just have to yeah, see. You know how so we just have to see how it plays out, right? Know? But speaking of abuse and um, things going on, I want to get into the next topic, which is Kodak Black. He alleged that he's been um, abused since he's been in prison. That he has been drugged um, and beat up by some of the ceos or something there did you hear did you guys hear about it yeah it was like a post on instagram and twitter it was like a long caption they deleted all his pictures off of instagram saying that he has been treated unfairly they drugged him and i think some dogs attacked him he was jumped Oh, okay. Somebody's. You see how rumors spread? She talking about any dogs <laughs> jumping and nah. attacking him. I'm about to say, nah, I ain't hear that part. Next attacked headline. by imaginary dogs. Kodak I'm Black like, what? Attacked by dogs <laughs> in prison. <laughs> no, I'm Damn, I'm about to say he going through it. But no, nah, it's not a laughing matter. No, it's not. Um, yeah, I really hope <laughs> that, you know, I, I can't imagine what they go through and you know he said also like the ceos and stuff people doing stuff getting in fights with him for cloud to be like oh i'm about to come up so and so million for this one like mm-hmm. so they're provoking him and um he's going on about Twitter. that he spoke on that and he spoke about um 
Juice World's passing and yeah. how that really affected him. So he's he's going through it, and it's crazy that he's in there. But I hope that people are seeing, like, whether you're a celebrity or not, like, prison is not where you want to be, man. You get an opportunity. Facts, try to make the facts. best out of it, you know, because here it is. He's supposed to be out balling, having the best time of his life, um, progressing in his career. But he's behind bars now going through all this type of stuff. And it's like you hate to see it, you know. But, um... It's crazy, man. We got to do better. Just like I um, saw also this guy, he was working at a bank and he ended up getting busted for oh, flashing the money that Don't he stole. $80,000, I believe. $88,000. Um, now, how you work for the, the money. bank <laughs> and you want to get on the gram and flex? Social media right. is gonna be the. If somebody said on social media, social media is gonna be the death of these niggas. Bruh, like, I don't how understand. How can you be that what's, the clout? What, what's up, guys? Trumps uh, everything. This is the FTC group. Um, uh, but uh, the the funny thing about this is like, they were saying that you know, had he not did this and not posted anything, they would have never known because he was able to orchestrate and basically cook the books. To where, like, it was just another white collar crime that was just gonna go, but for far, the far away, for clouts because clout trumps everything now. Love, what? relationships, like friendships, your career. Can you be and, and when no, are the, you going the, to learn? The dumb part was like, come on, bro. Like, you bought the car and took it to work. Like, oh, <laughs> what? Like, you know, like we Sarah the and like here. and Fred. <laughs> We've been like, holding on to their BMW for like two years. It's not going to be like, yo, that's not an awesome ride. Like, come you on, get that. You know like, bonuses are be, going around. When Drake said, "Sick of these niggas, <laughs> sick of these niggas." Listen, Listen, I felt that on a spiritual level. Shout out to you. Drake. Cannot. <laughs> sit up here and commit the crime and get on the gram and flex no he had he had to get them two likes oh he had to get them likes what you mean well amina oh my god i know we were talking about kodak but i'm just thinking about stuff that people are doing like come on man like it's unbelievable don't let clout get you caught up and you in jail (laughs) without the bail like you you flexing putting your business out you worse than cnn like these For niggas real. really be doing that. They do that on a day. They snitch on themselves. themselves. Yeah. They Every snitch day themselves. we like talking about no snitching in the hood. They snitch on their goddamn selves. Yeah, yeah, really, for real. But going on to the next topic, um, did you see Cardi B gave offset? What is it? Five hundred thousand dollars for his birthday. Thousand. That's a half a milli right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a And you know yeah, what? The refrigerator. Yeah, the refrigerator. Because at first I saw. That's hood politics right there. You <laughs> okay. What that means. Oh, I, sorry. Okay. It was in the fridge. Like, it's either in the underneath. It's in the mattress. <laughs> or the, it's in the mattress. Or it's the, either in the mattress or it's in the fridge or it's in the wall. So like that's some heavy like you you my Bonnie and Clyde right now. That's what she was trying to explain. Like you my. Like if it go down, like you got the gun, I got the bazooka. Like, cause it's in the in the fridge. See, I just you taught me something. I didn't realize. I was like, why the? I said, why? Maybe I'm too stush. Cause I didn't. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't reading into yeah, it. Yeah, the money's like that. on ice now, so that's the kind of lifestyle that they live in. Like, damn, oh, okay. I, and you know what? I'm like, she tried to damn upstage my girl just gave her little booze you know she she was hyped last oh, week Jada. for little baby yeah. you know she gave him twenty five thousand, and everybody was making a big deal oh she gave the um or oh, was it 15 little baby 25 uh, was it 25 or 15 i believe 25 oh, 25 but here's the question and like, now here comes cardi b like oh you thought that little 25k was a <laughs> half a million <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn, she had to, you know, she come kill it like that. Like but that, everybody you know? is going crazy because they're like, Offset is the GOAT. Um, you know, just last week, there was it, allegedly he um, his page was hacked and stuff like that <laughs> after just, you know, DM sliding. And then a week later, you get 500K. 
Wow. You is winning I don't, right now. I don't Ooh. know who's I don't know who who won. I don't know who's been winning if it's future or offset, but um <laughs> five okay, but winning. you know, a lot of people are just saying like that is like transferring from check-ins to savings because they're married and they both have money. So is that such a oh my god, like she she, I guess yeah, she was some just people are saying like, he's a millionaire. Can I give somebody yeah. who has everything? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Y'all gotta Nigga, slow down though, cause niggas gonna start asking us for money, and y'all gotta, y'all gotta chill. Cause yeah, cause I'm I saw, I saw dudes on my timeline already with the shit. Haircut, low <laughs> kid. I'm only giving a tip. For Yo, I'll, I'll say this. I saw a post, and it's like I, I agree with this post, and you know, you you guys may not like me for the post, but yikes. The post was like, why aren't, you know, a thousand women retweeting that saying, isn't that the mood right now? Like, why, nah, why, ain't, like ain't that goals right now? Move. Like, nah, let's not don't go you wanna too far take, now. You know, is, is that not the, the attitude right now? Is no, Cardi B the only, like, it ain't the mood. Hood Savion that we need? It'll be, yes, bitch. <laughs> right, right, right. But the men but nah. were quiet when, um, what's his name? What's that rapper name again? That's the point. That's the young point. Thug, <laughs> no, Young Thug was like, um, he had like this, he's trying to start this challenge where um, he he bought his girl like bags or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know, he spent money on his girl, whatever. And y'all was real quiet on the timelines. <laughs> so, because they're not going to endorse that, obviously. We ain't got that type of money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> first of all that's first of all yeah Man, fuck that that bag ain't got no equity in that motherfucker why i'ma buy a bag fuck your chanel bag um, no, no, why i'ma buy it no why i'ma buy it if we talking birkin if we're yeah. talking birkin that's an investment yeah. look 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 i've been with my girl for a minute she ain't never came and asked me for a bag the bag she want to secure is a fucking house so it's a difference in, I, and i only say this because i see this shit all the time and i just be like if, the fuck, if you want a bag, if you want a Chanel bag, you want a nigga to give you a Chanel bag, the minute he buy that shit, that shit ain't worth nothing. You take that bitch back, it ain't worth shit. So, mm. you get what I'm saying? True. And that's what I, I, I be just confused. Like, now, nah, a Birkin, Dooney, uh, like my girl that asked me for Dooney, Dooney and Burks, that's like small shit. You feel me? But she asked me for it. I be like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, if she asked me for a coach, yeah, I'll go get it. That was you know what I'm saying? 19... Yes. No, but but no, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is a bag, right? Yeah. yeah. The bag has no equity. Like we could say, Coach was in 19. I don't know how long. How long these brands been around? Mm-hmm. Printing the same fucking bag with but the same material. Anymore. You know what? Come on, we're on Louis Vuitton, okay? He's just you know? basically trying to say that yeah. you know, fuck a bag, get a real bag. I understand like, that. Yeah, yeah but we how we know? Real bags, how we know, Young Thug? Y'all niggas girl, got quiet for the bag though. I mean, cause you, you said money. that you said that he just out out the blue or whatever gave her the bags, right? It could be for him. Um, I don't remember <laughs> why, but <laughs> right off, man. don't do that man like that. That person was not for him. <laughs> it could have been for Gunner. <laughs> I mean, you know what? We can end the podcast here, guys. You know, it's just been a great night. <laughs> Not for Jeffrey, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I ain't got five hundred k. You feel me, like nobody. You better be happy if I give you forty dollars for the haircut when I found out it was forty. And, and their haircuts don't even Y'all, be forty. Okay, I thought wait. it was twenty five for the haircut. I thought no, I thought it was ten. So I was offering, hey, I'll they pay be for lacking haircut. about the haircut. Then when I find they out how much it costs, I'm extra, like the extra twenty dollars for lunch. But I just feel like women, the bookie like, for the bookie. I guess. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. oh, we forgot you, re- you real fancy. No. <laughs> nah, y'all might. You know, you know he real fancy or whatever. Nah, y'all might. Y'all might. Y'all might. Well, anyway, I ain't getting 500K from me because I ain't got it, first of all. I just got to say one more thing about mm-hmm. the gift, so. Cologne is cologne yeah. and pussy. It's not a gift. Shut up. Upgrade to Wallace, boo. Upgrade to Wallace. Hey, hey, hey. Bring it down. Bring I, it down. I never gave a nigga cologne as a gift, though. And, and that's I my have. go-to gift. I give, I like, have. designer shoes, wallets, clothes. Let's end this because Christmas is coming. And I don't want MV nobody. Oh, okay. Oh. I, ain't got, no I ain't got no niggas. MV, stop <laughs> blowing up. Stop blowing up the women's spot before the holidays, man. Talking about shit up because I ain't got no niggas. Listen, man. Cologne is the starter set. 
fool. You got to start off with cologne and pussy. I, I don't know what, though. I don't I, do what cologne. else you supposed you to do? You ain't finna smell good for another bitch. No, that's, that's the first though. gift. You, was, you are so right. Hey, it don't matter. Go cheat anyway. I learned my they lesson. Juggle holes, I learned okay? my so, lesson, Envy. It doesn't matter. Smell good for me, please. Smell good for me. No, nah, you can't trust these niggas. <laughs> they spraying that, that Blue Day Chanel for that other bitch. I, well, guess what? They gonna spray it because I don't know what else I'm supposed to get. <laughs> Anyway, going to the next topic because I'm sick of y'all. I ain't got 500k, but maybe when it gets there, because no, I, I honestly believe you know you spoil me, I want to spoil you. You're right. Watch you the energy you give gift. me. I'll give that back. I think a watch is maybe like the second. I have to be gift, more invested probably. in you to get you a watch. Yeah, yeah. but the first gift just because no, no. I like to spoil. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, nah. nah. He Mm-mm. gotta prove himself first before he starts yeah, getting before, them elite. He gifts. gotta prove himself nah. before he gets mm-hmm. some hands. So I mean. Hello. But um <laughs> anyway, going to Bel Air is Yeah. <laughs> going on American to the <laughs> next topic. Um, Shout out to Luke Beller. <laughs> yeah. Is Shiggy, man. What's good why with they doing my dog like Shiggy? That, why they keep playing with Shiggy like that? The first time I think last week, uh, with Shiggy, if you don't know who that is, the whole um creator of the dance Kiki, and the movement. Do you love me? Right, you Kiki, right? do you love me for Drake? So now all of a sudden everybody gets a song and they feel like, Oh, I want you to dance and be a clown to my song too. So first of all, Drake it's Drake. Okay. Yes, exactly. motherfucking so if he do that Graham, for Drake, like, that helps blow him up and get him so much exposure. Right. Now, last week, um, he was around Fabulous and Casanova. Okay. And I don't know where where were they or what I happened with that. I think that Fab had a show and um they were backstage. I don't know if it was before or after the show, and basically like um someone was recording backstage and basically Fab goes to the camera and he's like, you know, he was talking to Shiggy and basically he was like, Hey, you know, I want you to get on this Choosy challenge. He has a song called Choosy from um his mixtape Summertime Shootout Three. So then um he was like he basically asked Shiggy, like, you know, hey, I wanna start this challenge for the song. Um, I want you like to make a video or dance for it. And he was like, Oh, you got a check? Like you got the bag or whatever? And he looking at this nigga like, What? Like, what you not, this nigga asking for money? Like he was <laughs> making it seem like what you mean? Like I supported you before you blew up, I posted your videos before and all that. So he coming from a place like Nigga, I fucked with you before other niggas fucked with you. But at the same time, I think of it from a brand perspective mm. that when you're building your brand and you get to a certain status, you expect niggas to do shit for free. Like, Support I, your friends. Like, so people were saying, like, can somebody go to Fabulous and be like, hey, Fabulous, uh, can you get on my song for free? Mm. That's Casanova, can you get on my song for free? You get what I'm saying? Like, I, like, and mind you, I'm a big fan of Fabulous. Like, that is, like, one of my favorite rappers. So, I get where he was coming from. But at the same time, I think about how he has his own brand. And I know no niggas could come to him oh, and ask okay. him to do shit for free. So, right. that's where I'm seeing it. Like, he said that people blew it up and made it into this story that it wasn't. Because Fab said that's not where he was coming from with it. Um, he's still cool with Shiggy. He just posted a picture with Shiggy from that night just the other day. So I'm guessing they're cool. But people were coming from the perspective like, bro, you can't expect this nigga to do shit for, for free, free. For still. Because you ain't going to drop a verse or show up, you know, and do all that for free. So. And now Blueface feel like he'll come on camera yeah. and disrespect Shiggy and say that he's not cool enough to be a rapper. He looks cool that Shiggy won't make it as a rapper unless he's dancing and rapping at the same time. Shiggy well, beat one of these niggas. From? Please do not let a <laughs> nigga like Blueface try you. That boy's a goofy. First of all, but where did that come gave from? Blueface the authority and the right. Yes, same one. That's Tatiana. Same nigga who got the manager who said Nipsey not a legend. Yes. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, listen. I don't know. I don't know who gave Blueface. Who th- who made Blueface think he has Jay Z's resume to be giving advice to other artists when you have one hot song that nobody? What songs have you dropped that have popped since Tatiana remix with Cardi B? Right, yeah, say I that. think Cardi made that pop. To be mm-hmm. okay, thank you. 
So, um, bust down Tatiana. Have you heard another song from Blueface lately? Anyone can tell me they heard anything in the club I by Blueface lately? No, his name, No Face, No Case. Wow. <laughs> but I'm yeah. just saying, I'm just not understanding because it's not the first incident with Blueface with him trying to give advice to a new artist. Blueface, what you need to focus on, sweetheart, is making sure that you get another hit before your record label drops you. Bust down. Damn, so, Shay. Wait, oh, so wow. hold up. I uh, nah, I just is don't Shiggy appreciate trying that. to be an artist? Yeah, I, I think that's what he want to get into. And then they brought up the argument with, um, I think Lil Duval stepped into the comments and said something like, look, look at look at me. You talking about comedians can't yeah, do music. Can't look, music. I had one of the biggest songs mm, um, that came out, mm-hmm. which was Smile. Mm-hmm. And he makes a valid point. Like, you can't put, Tell people this, what they can put do. people in a box and say, oh, they can't do something. But they keep trying him like he's soft, man. And if all I'm say is Shiggy split when them niggas. Damn. Split them. Split you just got to <laughs> then they gonna know they not gonna to play you. with you. Gotta you. beat one of them niggas. It should have been not. blue face though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah. Yeah, I, I'm just saying but, um, my Dade County would come out. You know, if it yeah. was me. <laughs> um, going on, we we have a few more before we wrap it up. Um, hmm. Diddy, let's talk about Black Excellence. He celebrated his 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. And he had a very, I know that's crazy. Star, he don't look like that. That's he, the he, point. Hey, Diddy is still <laughs> fine at fifty. Black don't crack. Um, he had a a very star-studded event. I mean, Jay Z was there on a picture looking like nobody told me Kanye was gonna be here, but it's cool though. <laughs> Um, that picture been going viral. Um, it was Jay Z, Pharrell, Kanye West, and Diddy. So, I mean, there was just so many different epic people there. I saw Mary J. Blige perform, and um, Queen Beyonce. You cannot Beyonce, Beyonce was there. Kelly was looking oh, stunning, honey. Calendria Rollins. Mm. Let's talk about. She her. was looking good. Okay, and um. You know, in this video, um, you can imagine being there, the star power, and we're in the social media era. So, you know, somebody was trying to record. And this is kind of a moment where it's like you got to just enjoy the moment. So many beautiful, prolific people there that, you know, you should be taking it in. But I ain't going to lie. I would have been there with my camera phone trying to sneak an exclusive. Like, ah. (laughs) you feel me and um jay-z actually snatched somebody's phone who was sneak like recording him he was not um, playing (laughs) he wasn't playing by his wife he said said, hell nah not today yeah and and it just make you be mindful man if you get an opportunity to be in a situation with the big you know these are billionaires you Uh know like in just be in the moment. Enjoy the moment. You know, it's crazy. I really expected like an event like that for them to take niggas phones. I really thought yeah. they were going to take people's phones because usually in like events like that where there's so many high profile people, mm-hmm. they usually be like, oh, hey, no phones, leave it at the door. And then they'd be taking everybody's cell phones. So I was really surprised that at Diddy's birthday party, they didn't take people's phones. But Jay-Z was not playing that. Like he was like, hey, look, this is not the time. This is not the place. Like he snatched that bad boy at that But then when is the man, time in the place? They in a public you know party like i, I guess because beyonce is too so high profile it's very high profile and the thing about it is that one thing i can say is that with a beyonce the re- somebody said on twitter one day that beyonce is a celebrity celebrity that is the only woman that i see that if she walks in a room these celebrities who think they bigger than everybody they so just are like, oh my god it's fucking beyonce yeah, like crazy. it's mm-hmm. like they besides themselves like it's mm-hmm. like she's not even real mm-hmm. and then i think about she's one of the few artists that you know how back in the day artists would be very intangible like you just felt like they were so bigger than life that you Mm. just felt like you couldn't reach them you would never meet them you would never see them you would know nothing about them the mystique Mm -hmm. 
And with Beyonce, she's been able to keep that consistent throughout her career, even in the age of social media. Even when Beyonce posts pictures, it's like she does it in a certain way that others don't do it. Like, so with Beyonce, she's able. Nobody knows when she's dropping her albums. Nobody so knows when she's working you said on a she's project. So basically, she's protecting her image, and yeah, you can't just take so any just to take pictures. random videos of her. Oh hell no! Yeah. So, but I got, I just, I got a friend that has been at a couple events with her. But I think what the biggest thing somebody was saying that I don't think Beyonce has a problem with you doing it as long as you ask because I saw another video from that night where her cousin was behind her and somebody was filming and she tapped Beyonce and Beyonce looked like okay no then they flashed the light like you gotta stop. So mm-hmm. I think she doesn't have a problem with it as long as you do it in a right way where you're letting her know that you're doing it or, hey, Beyonce, can we get a video or a picture or something? Then she's nice about it. But I guess she just didn't like the fact that people are sneaking, like literally hiding and trying to do it. But that's why they would because she's so high profile and who the fuck gets to see Beyonce? You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I heard something about it. She was taking like a year off for um, mental health and stuff. So I didn't know if that played a factor in it as well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not sure. I actually didn't hear that. I just feel like um, people feel like they got to record everything. Like Empress said, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes when I'm in a moment and sometimes I see, like, certain things or if I'm at a certain place or um, whatever, I just enjoy the moment. I don't capture every moment of my life. I don't know how people be pulling out their phones real quick when shit happen. I'm not that type of person. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you some shit happened. You probably won't believe me because I don't have no proof. Right. I'm a type of person. I enjoy the moment. I don't like to post everything on social media. I'm just weird like that. But yeah. this new generation, they feel like they have to everything. record everything, post. Even, just it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Even like with Ross, when I'm around him, it's certain times I know when enough is enough. Like when the vibe, when to get enough. And that's me doing you know digital markets marketing social media type of stuff being around them and certain times it's still like okay like no not right now Mm -hmm. or i know i'm in a studio i can't you know get the music that he's recording and play it before everybody it's like Mm -hmm. you know you gotta know how to vibe you gotta know how to move if you go into these big events and stuff like that like i don't i'm not saying you shouldn't be excited or whatever but you just gotta know had a vibe and kind of like you just got to pretend like you've been somewhere even though you motherfucking the side is it you know well. how good you gotta be you gotta be as good as that couple that snuck into that the presidential party like a couple of years ago like, <laughs> and like made the news and everything and didn't even get in trouble like you gotta be that sneaky like when yeah it comes you gotta to play it parties. off mm-hmm. yeah but going on to the next topic um 50 cent uh slams oprah winfrey about the documentary that she's about to come out with speaking on Russell Simmons and his alleged um, sexual harassment allegations, yeah. mm-hmm. claims um, from multiple women. And so 50 Cent basically <clears throat> posted, and I usually never agree with him, but um, <laughs> he posted about Oprah... And saying, okay, so if you're talking about Russell Simmons, you did a documentary about Michael Jackson. What's good with, how do you pronounce his name? Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein and, Weinstein and you know, other people that's going through similar situations. But it seems that you're just targeting black men. So, um, Yeah, that that was like a, a tough one for me to kind of, because it was like a... An, it was like something, uh, speaking as a black man, it's something you kind of like know, but try not to say out loud because you're just like, darn, like I wish things would have been a lot better in that sense. Like, I would say as a, I've never sat down and watched Oprah. I was not in a fandom of Oprah. Oprah never spoke to me. Um, so I was always able to see her objectively to see what she was doing and if it matched what she was actually proven. And, of course, I love those old days. You get a car, you get a car. I love the fact that, you know, a lot of people did get a lot of information open up based on her topics. But for real, for real, like, she never really looked out for a brother. Like, and you could tell that from the color purple. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they whooped her, and she never looked back. Like, you black folks, like, ooh, I'm about to get all y'all's. Like, that's that's kind of like what a lot of, I'm not going to, I talked because, 
I talk about this with my colleagues, and a, a lot of them kind of feel like, like, well, she was never really about black men. Like, Stedman is invisible. Damn. Like, let's let's get to it. So, like, you like, that's the challenge right here. Stedman is invisible. So, like, but Gray, you know, Gray Kim is like all in the TV shows or wherever. Gail Kim, where's Stedman at? He's still in the house, locked up. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen Stedman room. in a while. I hope he's doing okay. So, it's kind of like an obvious, kind of like a put your head down kind of shame for a black community kind of thing that's how i felt like um about five years ago my cousin kind of opened my eyes to where um oprah where he made me realize that oprah she doesn't when all these things are going on and with the police brutality and all this stuff or whatever she doesn't speak up for black people she doesn't speak mm. up for the black community i'm not gonna lie i love oprah and I'm kind of in denial, but the shit is true. She's more for... What you say about my mama? <laughs> oh, my God. She for the white folks. Mm. But I'm not going to lie. It's, it's true because she don't... Where's Oprah? She doesn't speak on these things. And she has all of this power. And I guess because she has this platform or whatever, that's probably how she got that far. But I feel like now why she isn't utilizing her platform to like you know bring awareness and stuff and help black folks out and you know but she say that well how much money does she give back to different organizations and um she has a school bitch speak up that's how i feel um, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, that's I agree true, now, but both are important though to do at the same time it's good to give money to schools and stuff like that raised, but when like, we're literally getting shot in the street and you're not saying anything as a black woman i get that point too like you both of the work has to be done when you have such a major platform i get where you're coming from you're a billionaire you're what people aspire to be as a black person and you knowing that you're black it, listen jay-z said it's said it best i don't know where it gets to a level where people who have money who are black understand that no matter how much money you have you are still a nigger to these white people yeah he got i don't care how many billions of dollars you have you are not a nigger you are a nigger and they will never cease to let you know when it gets to that moment to remind you that you're black so that's the only thing i can say is that it's both important. She has done a lot in terms of like putting putting people in school, paying for school, opening schools. But is that the only thing that the black community needs? No, it's not. So let no, me let me ask a question. Like, what is woman? That? You can't expect her to do everything. She get back. But but what? Hella money to stuff and different things that we don't even know about. But to stay on topic, yes, I think it's a problem when you are targeting just only black men to say hey look what they're doing if you're gonna do that then you need to go ahead and get on harvey weinstein and the boys that's our that friend you, though so that's, that's a, not yeah, hanging that's, with you know because they're doing dirt too that's so our friend so that's you, not you'd happening. hate to see it but i ain't gonna let y'all bash her like she has not done anything at all to like no like, no like, i'm to, saying there like, needs like, to I'll, be a balance you need to do both. that because a couple of a couple of months ago she was in atlanta she raised like almost like five million dollars for like some sorority and i was able to get like kind of set off this whole calendar year for them as far as scholarship so that's but not she gives the, back a lot of scholarships she, that's not so. that's not I think the the thing is, it's, but we just agreed like, that she does do that. What we're but, saying but, is that she needs to do both. Like she was a talk show host. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I mean, but but if you look at her talk issues, show, like, you got to look at what her platform is. You, people always get confused, like with what people are actually doing, how they came on the board, and what topics. You got to remember, her show was about getting emotional white women to be able to see what was going on. We just happened to click on, and that's we opened up and that was the thing but you have to understand that the reason why she's getting bashed as well is because a lot of her business has been with other cultures as far as what the public says but in the background yeah, of it she does she, do she a lot for our community and just um dealt with black people she wouldn't be as yeah, far she as she be is there. right now because guess what they want to support her anyway but correct. that's another story correct 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 and i'm gonna keep it moving um you had something to say Envy? Okay, cool. Well, I'm hungry, my bad. <laughs> um, the last topic that I want to discuss is A B. Um, Antonio Brown 
and uh we got him back on our team so nah he could stay <laughs> he could stay we don't want he him tweeted <laughs> and right. said that no more white women 2020 it, it's sad that it, it got to get to that level for y'all to understand um it like no, <laughs> no it's true because to be honest with you black some black men always batch um bash black women and say that white women are more easy going and all this shit or whatever i'm not gonna lie these women they come up off of like rich parents and all this shit. i'm not saying all of them but they're used to making money they used a to certain having lifestyle money being spoiled yeah so to be honest with you a lot of white women they're used to the housewife lifestyle right mm-hmm. And they do look for men to take care of them. They're no different from black women. Maybe we want more. We might be more outspoken, but when with them, they do shit in a slick way. They say we angry and demanding. Man, fuck. And that's all. But that's all women. I don't think (laughs) that's just a race thing. Like I've seen all types of women get very confrontational and angry, and they're allowed to do that. But black women are never allowed to be angry. Like that's not an emotion. But my thing is with white women, they always come for the nigga pockets. That's what they coming for. They coming for your pockets. But do they they never learn? But do they have to really come from the? pockets when they're already privileged and stuff like that in the first but place. But they still do I it. I think that used to it. the black men, once they get to a certain status, they feel like, oh, I need a white woman as a trophy to and be on my And they can stay there because we don't want them. And mm-hmm. you know, when shit gets rough, now it's like, oh, come back to the black woman. Nah, I need they that can whole stay over there. Nurturing mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know who, somebody I, please get your homeboy AB. Please. <laughs> this is my thing. out heavy. He heavy. is. He is. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm saddened by this. Like being a person yeah. who played against him, known him all his life, and somebody and who to see, so who's seen him grow and seen him make it, right? You made so it. So it's yeah, exactly. So it's sad. But the other sad, the the part of it when you talk about white women, we got to think about it. The man went to when he went to college. Where you went? Like Central Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So is in Central Michigan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think we, we. And then at the same time, what Empress is saying about. You know, you get to a certain level, a certain status. White women is a trophy. But you have to go. If you're not prepared for that going in, like if you don't understand like black women is, is queens, da, 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 and we know this going in, we're going to have the same issues. It don't matter what your environment is. You're going to still do the same thing. It's like a trophy thing. It's like on the hierarchy. It's like they are. And it's, it's society. Society mm-hmm. makes this this way. And, it, and until we start to say, nah, I, I can make a decision. I can separate what society thinks. Or what society values as the trophy versus what I value as a trophy, and we could decipher that. Then we may be getting somewhere. So but other than that, I don't think we're gonna get there. Come back now because he got the problems. Side. That's what it is. He got the problems now. Now he want to come back to the the black nah, woman. Now gotta, we supposed to fix everything. No, no and, that's, and, and, that's, and that's what I don't, I, think I don't think it's that at all. What is it? I, I just think he just like oh shit. Me personally, he's sitting at home with a lot of things, a lot of pressure. And he like, oh shit. Let me say something. That so wait, did she cheat on him? No, no. Like I, I think what it is is like, cause I'm, you know, I dated white women before, so I could be able to he tell was you scared guys. Scared to say that. <laughs> yeah, he, he took a long. I took a while, but it, it's it's not like a power what thing. What is it? It's more of a like, a, okay, if you're. I know that coochie ain't better than that. Not what yeah, it, it's 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 Please definitely no 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 no. So what it is, it's like you you kind of like it's different. Like when you get to certain like white people like to or white men like to use their women as like access. So it's not the same with a black woman. You can't do the same. You can show your prosperity by presenting your black woman, but you can't really show like okay, like she's gonna make it happen. Because there's always a, that we can't get away due to society stigma that you know the black woman is gonna be not extra, but she's Nigga, gonna what? be <laughs> she's not she's gonna be like on the scene like she cannot be ignored at no point in time if she's in the environment. So like the white girl was used kind of like kind of not to say used, but it's like more you could get more accessibility because she's busy thinking about simultaneously grabbing the bag with you now when the money starts to run low then that's when 
Wait, so the black woman doesn't think about getting the money with you? No, but it's she's you gotta too, you gotta think of it she's like too looking busy situ- worried about getting no, Chanel bags. No, 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 no. You gotta look at the the environment because or all what black women are the same. No, no, no. So, yeah, all, exactly. Mm. But you gotta Society look at look at his, you, that's all it's, we care it's always about circumstantial. And, and it's always circumstantial. And like look at his situation. He got look at Ray Allen's situation. Look at all these people's situation. They go to these white predominantly schools, and then they got white girls who just gonna keep reinforcing i got you i got you i got you and then if you see this success you're going to be like well these black girls never really went the distance and then they get fooled at the end (laughs) nobody got a black man like a black woman okay so i'm gonna just say that um but no they gotta get burned by the fire first before they realize so let them Mm. let them burn up me not care (laughs) yo i'm not gonna lie i don't care what race it is Ooh, I don't. I don't fuck with pork the swine. Stinks. <laughs> I don't fuck with the swine. Swine kills the mind. <laughs> hey yo, we gotta end the podcast. Yo, listen, so listen. Man. Yo man, listen, listen. Hey, AB, we don't want you yo. back on our team, bro. You you done shifted, <laughs> and now you want to come back. You switch sides, you better the stay there. Teams. You switch sides, you better that, stay bro. there. Like you might nah, have to stay the only way he probably could come back. He said he, he wanted to have a dark skin. Nah, he said he JT. JT, now. JT, JT, baby, don't even do I'm it. Gonna honey. You, I'm gonna end it like this. AB, I knew that something was definitely wrong with AB when he got that Hulk Hogan mustache. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> when he got that Hulk Hogan mustache. I knew. <laughs> He needed therapy. And you know what? I'm going to pray for him. I don't want to talk bad about him. <laughs> but listen, ever since that, it's been the downfall. Yeah. No, I can't. He <laughs> listen, A.B., you're in our thoughts and prayers. We're going to keep praying for you because I want to see you get back on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like That's the saddest part about everything is that I don't want to see him just throw his career down the drain yeah. and right now bird you being too emotional like keep your emotions off of twitter and all that like find yourself take some time for yourself homie and get back out there on that field that's what we want to see happen for you but you can stay over there with the white community because the <laughs> blacks don't want you back. Or you're going to have to get you a real dark-skinned woman. Because mm-hmm. we ain't going for, oh, I'm back to the black, but you yeah, know it's yeah, going to yeah, be Yeah, because that's not how it works. You yeah, don't put yeah, us yeah. down and then pick, pick us back up. If that's not how it works. you come on that side, you got to get a Lupita black black to come back. On this side, but you know we we might. Nah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want him with the good sis JT. Like no, like no, leave JT alone, yeah. AB. No, but no. AB, she probably ain't going for that anyways. Yeah, right. oh, she been in. Uh, uh-uh, honey, but yeah, AB, you're in our thoughts and prayers, and we hope that you come back. And you know, yeah, we want to see you there, but you keep doing that shit, bro. I don't know for you. Yeah. Anyway. I like to give the cheers to success of the week. Sponsored by Bel Air. Sponsored by Bel Air. And yes, baby, black women are shining the black girl magic. I'm just smiling from ear to ear. I want to give it up to the black women holding all the beauty crowns right now. Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, Miss World, and Miss America. For the first time ever, the crowns are all being held by black women. Listen. And I'm so excited. I need to give a cheers. What a great way to end it after AB saying he wants to come back on our side. Yeah, you want to be back on this side. Because we hold a lot of crowns, baby. Yeah, and it feels good for the first time in history to have... We got all the titles. We got all the crowns. We got everything. You know what I mean? I'm a little biased. And, And it feels good because the simple fact of... In a beauty pageant, this was unheard of years ago for even black women to really compete. So... For us to hold every crown, that really um, means a lot to me to just, you know, see so many different shades of black Black being represented. It's like now, you know, girls have something, young girls have something to look up to and say, hey, my black is beautiful. My black is gold. My my black, 
is amazing and um i'm just so happy for that so congratulations to all the women holding the crowns we have something that holds our heads up so high ab now you want to get on the train i feel you but um and shout out to our jamaican queen who won miss world (laughs) this weekend tony and sing yes yeah yeah it's a big big Bake it, bake it, bake it. Bake it, I'm baking it, I'm baking it. Yeah, we on the mat. Yeah, but appreciate y'all for checking in with us. Make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. Make sure you follow at It's Straight Raw. Check out the site, straightraw.com. And make sure you follow. Um, You can follow me at Shay, S-H-A-Y underscore B-A-E-8-9 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, you can follow me envy at envy me on Twitter and Instagram. It's spelled E N underscore V Y underscore underscore M E and Noli's on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's mine right here, matter of fact. <laughs> it's spelled underscore N O L E E S underscore. Um, today I brought in the cookies and cream minis. Mm, How do so you guys yes. like them? <laughs> so decadent, so them. moist, mm. so uh, <laughs> just trying to get me so Ripper. fat before the holidays. Ripper be saying you put crack in them cupcakes. Not for real, you putting cocaine in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you putting cocaine in it? Nah, but they, they nah, they <laughs> crack. They definitely crack. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for bringing that vibe. Shout Thank out you to Nolis, so to uh, Bel Air, that always providing vibes. You feel me? And you can always catch me at the FGC Group. That's T H E F G C G R O U P. Machiavelli Munch, M A K A V E L L I underscore M U N C H. Got it. Slow it down if you ain't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, Munch, yeah, yeah. And shout out to Bone La V, you know what I'm saying? He's Hollywood, so I'm glad that um I'm glad that him. he could join us mm-hmm, this week because you mm-hmm. know he's such a celebrity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and make sure to keep the make the vision, write the vision, make it plain, though it may tarry it shall come to pass. That's one of my favorite scriptures, and that's how we started off the podcast, just talking about vision boards and make sure you have a vision, like you know, make sure you have a blueprint for your life once again thank you to attorney Derek morales for um stopping by and dropping those gems and make sure you follow him also at dcm law shout out to jacks the messengers um we appreciate y'all for listening and we'll get back with y'all next week much love we out y'all